ready to give your fur baby the absolute best life possible and live your very best life too? Break free from the chains of the physical, mental, and emotional challenges that can limit you and your pets to feeling stuck and struggling and instead finally experience what you were both meant to, a life unleashed. What kind of presents are you picking up that your pet is throwing down? Are you just picking up their poop, whether it's in a box or in the yard? Or are you actually picking up on what it is they really want you to know? Gosh, how many times have you found out that a human that you love and care about has been going through a big challenge and you never knew? How about how yourself? How many times have you not even realized that you had a challenge going on? Because we have conditioned ourselves to ignore our own bodies. You know, there's a whole series of commercials for a particular candy bar that when you're hangry, maybe the reason that you're in a crabby mood is because you need to eat something you didn't even realize you were hungry. Or how about how many times? that you felt hungry, but what your body was really screaming for was water. But we have taught it we're not going to drink water. We're just going to drink more caffeine. So your body's like, well, I guess the only way I'm going to get any kind of hydration is from food. So I will tell her she's hungry, even though she's not. So that maybe I'll get some freaking hydration. Or in ourselves, we can ignore our own pain and push it down, push it to the side, try to imagine it's not even there because we feel we need to hide it to make someone else okay. Whether that's in a functional way or a dysfunctional way, maybe you are in a situation where you need to be the strong one and you can't show any weakness or you feel like you're the one who needs to be strong for everyone else and you can't show any weakness. You're going to hide your own pain. And probably even ignore it to the point where you forget that you had a challenge going on until it blows up in your face. And then later on you go, oh, I don't know why. Why is this challenge happening? And if you dig back far enough, you realize "Mm, there were signs and I missed them or I ignored them. If we are so easily blind to the challenges in ourselves and the challenges in our two-legged human loved ones that we miss, that there's a major challenge going on. And we definitely miss when there's minor challenges going on. Gosh, it's no wonder that so many of us miss the same things in our fur babies. And it's not our fault. That's how our brains have been conditioned to operate. But it's no longer enough to do just enough for our fur babies. It's not enough just to give them the food from the special colored bag, to take them on walkies, and to give them belly rubs. That's awesome and wonderful, but it's not enough. We need to start learning how to speak dog or cat 
and pick up the gifts, the presents that they are leaving us. And I don't just mean the ones in the yard. They are communicating with us all the time. Even if they're trying to hide that they've got a challenge going on, just like they've seen us do a thousand times in ourselves, they have ways that they communicate to us when there is a challenge going on. We need to learn to speak pet so that we can get them the assistance that they need. So, the challenge with that is we've learned the baselines of how to speak pet. We know what tail signals mean. We know what a panting dog means. We know what airplane ears and cats mean. By the way, tail wagging in dog means happy tail wagging in cat. Look out, the claws are coming. <laughs> What's that meme I see going around on the internet sometimes? Uh, the, the dog's sign for hi, I'm happy, nice to meet you, is the cat's sign for F off. <laughs> this is why they don't get along. But we need to learn how to become more fluent in those more subtle messages that they give us. And for the most part, none of us have been taught how. That's what I'm here to help you with. If you're new to my world, welcome. I'm Dr. Vicki channel chiropractor for people as well as pets. I'm a Reiki healer and a mind body coach. I put all of those pieces together because I know how to read the hidden unspoken signs in humans as well as dogs and cats and horses and all, all the animals out there. Reading those hidden physical signs and translating what it means for what's going on in the mind, the emotions, and the body. Because all three of those pieces are tied together. I'm here to help you learn how to become fluent in that yourself so that you can know when your pet needs a little extra TLC and when they need you to swoop in and get them some help. So, our time with our pets. I hate to say it, no one likes to think about it, but our time with our fur babies is limited. You no longer have the time to miss these signals, to miss what is going on beneath the surface and not catch something that could be helped until it blows up in your face and it's too late to help and then you've just got to deal with the fallout. Don't have time for that. Our time with our fur babies is limited. We need to maximize the quality of life that they have with us so that we can enjoy and they can enjoy every minute of it that we have together. Live in life to the max. Live in life like they're unleashed. Don't actually unleash your pet unless you're in a, a well-contained fence, but living life like they are unleashed, like there is nothing holding them back because there doesn't have to be we got to get fluent. So here are some of the signs that our fur babies give us when they are in pain, when they are hurting. Signs that there is trouble brewing before they ever have a breakdown. Now, if there has been trauma, if there has been an accident, maybe, heaven forbid, 
they got hit by a car. Heaven forbid they fall out of the the high seat of your SUV and face plant. I've seen this happen in the pets that I care for too many times. You know, something happens, they step in a chug hole out in the dog park and they tear something. When there is obvious trauma, there are obvious signs that they are definitely in pain. That one's easy. We're not talking about that today. Today, we're talking about the subtle signs that something is lurking beneath the surface. There's always a sign before the tidal wave hits. That tide starts to pull back before the tidal wave comes in. So we need to be able to read those waters before there's a major challenge and hopefully be able to prevent the major challenge. We can't prevent the tidal wave in the actual ocean, but hopefully if we catch the signs of challenges in our pets early enough, we can prevent or at least minimize how big that blow up is going to be and hopefully prevent it from ever happening. So some things to look for. Most of these are going to be in in regards to dogs. In regards to guards, in regards to dogs. Because that's most of what I see. And it's a lot easier to see these things in dogs. With cats, I myself am a cat mama. I love kitty cats. I am a crazy cat lady. Cats, when they are in pain, when they are uncomfortable, when something has given them a challenge, the first sign you will see is that they will start to hide. They will start to make themselves scarce. So if you notice your cat is hanging out, tucked away much more than she used to, that might be a sign that something's going on. Another major thing to look for in cats and dogs that there's a challenge is that they're not eating as much. This can also be a sign of some dental challenges, but it could be other challenges through their body as well. Something else might be hurting. If you are in pain, let's say you have a raging headache, you might not feel as hungry. You might not feel like eating because just everything hurts and that's where your brain is at. It doesn't want to focus on anything else. It wants to focus on, I am in pain. I'm going to keep telling you I'm in pain until you take care of it so that I'm not in pain anymore. I'm going to ignore everything else. Same thing happens in our fur babies. If they are hurting, their appetite can go down. So in our dogs, as well as our kitties, look to see, are they eating as much? Something else to pay attention to in both dogs and cats. This one's really subtle. But when they go to get up from laying down, when they go to lay down from standing up, when they go to jump up onto the sofa or onto the counter or onto the bookcase, whatever they're jumping onto or off of, do they seem like they're hesitating more than they used to? Do they seem like they're moving slower? Do they seem more reluctant? Do they not want to go down the basement stairs anymore to hang out with you in the workshop? Do they not want to come upstairs to the bedroom with you anymore? Or they seem really reluctant. That could be a big sign that something is giving them a challenge. Another very subtle sign. This could be even your first sign that you might see come up. Might not be the first one that you see, but it might be the first sign that they start showing. 
is when they're walking. It'll happen at a run too, but they move too fast. It's really hard to see at a run. But when they're walking, are their footsteps even? Are they reaching as far forward with the left front as they are with the right front? Are they reaching as far forward with the back left as they are with the right left? If there's a hitch in their giddy up, it's the same as when we're limping. Something is up. Even without it being a pronounced limp. If you start seeing that footfall looking uneven, that's a good sign that a limp is on the way. There is a challenge that is giving them some issues where they don't want to move equally anymore. That's time to get something looked at. Now, the rest of these are much more common to see in dogs, like panting. Panting does not necessarily mean that your dog is hot. Panting can mean that your dog is in pain. If you see a cat panting, that's a much more major thing. Usually that happens when they are very hot or when they are very distressed, like you are taking them to the VET and they have been stuck in the car for 40 minutes. <laughs> Never fun for anyone. If a cat is panting because it is in pain, usually that is a much more major trauma-induced thing. So if you're looking for more subtle things, not related to trauma, you probably won't see panting in cats. You will see it in dogs. Dogs, if they are in pain, will also show the whites of their eyes. They will also show the whites of their eyes when they are in emotional distress. They will pin their ears back when they are in pain and when they are in emotional distress. If you see a video of a little toddler hugging on a dog and you see that dog wide-mouthed, panting, ears are back and the whites of their eyes are showing. They might even be leaning back away from the kid a little bit. That does not mean that dog is happy to be hugged on. That means that that dog is in distress. <laughs> Please remove the child from the dog. <laughs> but the dog is being a very good boy or a very good girl and not leaving because the adult human told them to sit there, and they're going to, but they would really prefer to leave, thank you. But when they are in physical distress, when they are in a physical challenge and physical discomfort, not just mental, that can show up as ears back, whites of the eyes showing, and panting. When our fur babies are having a physical challenge, you can also see their skin twitch when you go to pet them around the area that is giving them an issue. You'll see that in cats, you'll see that in dogs. Most often you'll see that in dogs because if a cat is uncomfortable when you go to pet it, it will leave. <laughs> I saw someone mention uh, cats are a wonderful exercise in consent and how that consent can be revoked at any time. <laughs> When a cat is done with you and does not want to be touched anymore, maybe because she is uncomfortable and it hurts when you touch her, she will leave. Dogs might stick around a little bit more, but you might see that skin twitch. Same thing happens in humans. If your honey is rubbing up on your shoulders and you didn't realize you had a trigger point up there until they hit it, you might go, ooh, when they hit that trigger point. Pets do the same thing only they probably won't turn around and smack you. <laughs> you might, depending on how hard that significant other hit that trigger point. 
<gasps> so look for that skin twitch. A two big signs that your dog is in quite a bit more discomfort, quite a bit more pain is when they stand or walk with what is called a roached spine. Roached like the bug. I don't know why they call it that, but that's the term. When you look at your dog from a side profile, their head should be lifted to where their noggin is above the top line of their back. Noggin should be above the shoulders. And if you follow their head, if you follow their spine from their head down along their shoulders, there should be a dip in the middle, a low spot in their, their back, and then it rises again up to their pelvis and their tail. A roached spine is where their back makes a rainbow bridge instead of that nice hollow valley. And their head will be down because when their back is up, they can't lift their head. So their head will be down. If you see your dog standing in a roached position, head down, where they don't want to lift their head above the level of their shoulders, and their back is arched up, where they kind of look like a Halloween cat. Instead of that nice valley, they're arched up like a bridge. That is a big sign that they are uncomfortable. They are in pain. They are having a physical challenge. So what do you do when you see these challenges? What do you do when they see these signs? We're learning how to speak. How do we respond? We're learning how to listen to this foreign language known as the language of pets, the language of our fur baby's body language. This is how they communicate to us. What do we do with that message? How do we respond back? It's just like any other foreign language. You can learn it enough to understand it when it's spoken to you, but it takes a little bit more to know how to respond back. If you notice these signs of a physical challenge in your pets, it's time to get them checked out. Most of the time when there's these subtle signs, the vet might not find any major challenges going on, which is wonderful. If there's been a trauma, the vet will find it for sure. If there has been something torn or something broken, absolutely the vets will find that and that is absolutely where we need to go. And if you're ever in doubt, go get checked out by a vet. Please, we always want to clear the major medical things first. But if that vet has not found much going on, there's no obvious trauma, there's no ligaments that are torn, there's nothing that's fractured, and they're thinking, maybe it's some arthritis, but we don't think it's appropriate to put them under to get x-rays. Maybe there's uh, some like disc challenges, just like humans get. Our dogs can slip discs as well. Maybe there's some inflammation. Maybe they're not quite sure why your pet seems off. Let's get them checked out by a general chiropractor and see is it a mechanical challenge? Is it a muscle challenge? Is it a joint challenge? What is really going on? Let's work together and let me help you reveal some of those mysteries 
in that secret language of pets, revealing more of what it is that they're trying to tell you. Because I can teach you the signs to look for, but I can tell you even more fluently what it is that they're trying to tell you once I put my hands on them. Once I see them in the room with us and I can see how they're moving, I'm, I'm trained to be able to pick up on even more subtle differences. So let's work together. If you're curious if chiropractic care is the right next step, to help your fur baby be their very best because we do not have time to waste with them feeling less than their best. We want them to live their life at the max, living life at their very best, like they're just absolutely unleashed. If you're curious if general chiropractic is the right next step, let's chat on the phone. And tell me more about your fur baby and what they've got going on and what you want life to really be like for them. And I'll let you know if we should set something up to get together and have me put my hands on your pup or on your kitty and listen through my hands to the message that they are trying to tell you and what they need they're telling us that they need to be their very best reach out to me let's chat on the phone no gossip it's just a conversation 636-751-3150 you can call or you can text that number whatever's easier or you can hop over to my website at completewellnesscc.com and hit that consult tab that's up at the top you can pick something on my calendar that works well for you. Easy peasy. Our pets are leaving us the presence, the gifts of communication, of these signs of what they've got going on. And it's more than just the presence that they leave in the backyard or in the litter box that we have to pick up. Are you picking up what it is that they really want you to know? Until we get together again, go out, love on your fur baby, and start listening, start learning their language. Bye now. So what do you most need to know right now to help you or your pets live a life unleashed? Send your questions and suggestions for topics you would love to learn about to dr dot v-i-c-k-y at completewellnesscc.com or follow the link in the show notes. It's time to break free from what's holding you and your pets back and live a life unleashed.